0: Hey guys, I'm back, guess who's back, back again. Okay, I'm gonna stop that, (laughs) I don't get sued. I'm back, Uh, it's been only a month or so of me not being here. Uh, Went through some bullshit, slacked off, and now I'm back. Last episode was on being the best man. Or the best father slash husband slash mad bear pig that you could be. And of course, that's what I was focused on being the best father slash husband slash mad bear pig that I could be. <laughs> so, the irony of that, um, I released two episodes after that, but I didn't like them. And, you know, I, I just had to focus on things that I had to focus on, of course. So now I'm back. I'm able to continue on my little podcasting journey. And yeah, looking for doing, looking forward to doing more of these. Wow, that came out weird. <laughs> so for today's episode, I would like to welcome my awesome guest, Kevin. He uh, is currently injured right now. I forget what he said—stylosis uh, or something like that. Damn it, it's back some a back injury or some sort. Uh, I'm, I'm really fucked up with. I suck at health shit, so I apologize. fucking it up but he's dealing with some you know that's that's difficult to deal with when you are injured and you have to sit there and you have to fucking deal with pain and not being able to do anything with your you know your life but try your best to live and survive pretty much Uh, especially when you you're and when you're not doing anything especially when something's holding you back that kind of gets depressing so you have to fight it you have to find ways to get out of it We didn't really get to talk about that Which I wish we would have done But it didn't come to mind Because we were focused on other things But uh, the other things were just as important anyway So uh, yeah we talked about his philosophy on life And if there's anything I hope that you take from Is his philosophy on life pretty much What he talks about is really important to me And I really hope you incorporate uh, What he mentioned into your philosophy in your life uh, but yeah, I think that's uh what's most important with all these episodes that I release or any podcast in general that that talks about philosophy is getting or gaining the perspective from others and learning to take from take the wisdom of others and apply it to your own lifestyle. but yeah, we get into uh perspective with advertising and us becoming a product of social media. Um, we talk about his hobbies we talk about his past experiences as an EMT um, or working for uh, working as an EMT is that I'm not I'm not sure if I'm saying that right fuck i'm fucking stupid <laughs> um uh him transporting him transporting uh, people with psychological issues wanting to hurt themselves, and I really wanted to talk more about that because you know me wanted to hurt myself. It kind of you know I was like, wait a minute, you were trying to help people do, do, do deal with that shit. Like, uh, well, you know, I wanted to get into it because I I have an idea of what I could do to help people like that. But anyway, so that's the point. We talked about bears falling off cliffs into seventy I seventy six and shit. What the fuck? <laughs> we talked about uh a lot of good things man a lot of good shit a lot of a lot of things on awareness and just a really good episode that i really hope you enjoy um so yeah uh if you are interested in more of kevin his mind he has a podcast that he's going to release soon it's called the bus king philosopher and uh yeah he's a fascinating dude and um, uh, yeah, uh, I really, really look forward, really, really, really look forward to, uh, uh inviting him back on and talking about more shit, cause I-, I need this shit, man. This shit's fucking awesome. I totally needed that, uh, background. Thank you, guy, whoever's jamming. <laughs> live in the hood, guys. What do you expect? Without further ado, I welcome my guest, Kevin! on guys this is william and we're gonna do the william knows nothing podcast here uh and i have my guest here kevin you uh can you introduce yourself briefly about like you know what you do
1: oh what do i do well i mean right now i'm a disabled bum no um (laughs) i'm an artist a philosopher um for 11 years i've worked in the healthcare industry um you know, just kind of branching out. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know what do you want to know. I mean, we we can go anywhere from there.
0: That's about it. I mean, we'll we'll get to know you more in this uh, in this episode, I guess. Sure enough. But uh, so my first question usually is, to all my guests is what is your philosophy on life? Since you brought it up.
1: Mm. Philosophy on life? That's that's hard to narrow down. Um, don't ever stop learning. Um, mm. that's that's the- a good one. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I guess that's why we're here. I mean, you know, if we find ourselves like in the same kinds of situations, you know, especially like, you know, if you take the example of like, you know, like relationships, a lot of people get into relationships and how many times you hear a girl, I don't know why I keep dating assholes. Well, it's because you're not <laughs> fucking learning. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's a, that's, that's a great, uh, what do you call it? Uh point there. Yeah, man. That's,
1: uh, that's a mean, great it's... fucking point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's those, like, if you're not having fun, the least you can do is fucking learn something. Um, right. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, uh, the process of learning is, you know, it, it, I've got this this concept, this idea, you know, it's that, you know, uh, you come into the world perfect, you know, like when you're, and I, I don't have to tell you this, but, you know, for, for those listening, you know, when you come into the world, you know, you, you, you don't know hate, you don't know fucking bills, you don't know traffic, you don't know Instagram followers or Twitter likes or you know, you don't you don't know any of that shit. You know you got to pick it up somewhere. But what do you do when you're a kid? You, you learn. You play. You grow. You know, at right. what point did we, as a society, like, step away from that that mentality of you know oh learn something or or no or, no just go to work go to school do this? Mm-hmm. You know we're 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 effectively brainwashed. You know as soon as we're five six years old. You know, and not only that, it's not even just public schooling, it's advertising, you know, not to get all fight club, but like, you know, we're working jobs we hate to buy shit we don't fucking need, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I'm i sorry, to I don't want to cut you off, but really? like I, I just, so I've been doing a lot of recent uh, discoveries about myself, blah, blah, blah. I've been listening to this uh, podcast called Philosophize This, mm-hmm. and what you're talking about right now is exactly what he uh this Stephen west the he talks about with uh that situation where we grow up and we're not curious anymore uh, because we get brainwashed into thinking we have to be a certain way to fit into society and sorry i didn't want to cut you off but that's just i'm just saying like that's crazy i didn't think anyone uh, i don't know not that anyone else didn't have this mindset but i honestly did not expect you to have that uh, <laughs> way of thinking. So that's awesome. Well, keep going. Keep really going. Shit. Oh man, I must be right about something. Holy shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're, <laughs> um, you're totally, on, you're we're in the same, uh, what do you call it? Uh, path here. And I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm just saying, I appreciate you in general. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah, brother. So good. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we, we, we get pulled away from, you know, what it is that we're like made to actually do, you know, and it's, kind of fucked up when you look at it from a capitalistic standpoint like i said i got to move around the room and i was picking up a highlighter with my toe for some reason anyway um you know, we're, we're we're trained by capitalists you know the you know and it comes down to if something is free this is something it, it's i'm gonna loop it back in but you know if something is free that means you're the product You know, and it it comes down to like, oh, with Facebook, of course, Facebook's free to use. Imagine the information they're gleaming off of us, you know, your search trends, your your activity, you know, the sociological data that comes from something like, like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and, you know, social media in general, you know, is incredibly valuable for marketing, you know, Mm -hmm. while you're going about your day, going on that job, you know, riding in the subway, looking at all this shit, you know, you're generating information, you're generating content. You know what it means to right. have a social security number means that you're part of this 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 corporation where your labor can be bought and sold. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 ludicrous that you know we've allowed capitalists. You know, we've allowed excuse me, greed effectively. Let's let's not even put a you know a person on it or a group of people. Let's just call it something that we don't like. We'll call it fucking greed. You know, it has has gotten us. You know eating things like fast food because it's convenient and they know how to market to us. You know? Yeah. So so now all of a sudden we have an obesity epidemic. Oh, so now the pharmaceutical and the healthcare industries, you know, are, are, are booming because we're feeding people garbage and they, you know, they feel like shit because they're eating shit and they go to work right. and they're dealing with shit. You know? They're how much is
0: shit? Yeah.
1: Right great big, big shit cycle you know uh,
0: yeah yeah even
1: but that's what I call a podcast it's a circle but, of shit man <laughs> out. but i mean it's and it perpetuates itself you know and as we the cattle you know go into store jobs to buy the shit we don't necessarily need you know good rule of thumb is if it has a commercial you probably don't need it
0: All right <laughs> that's a good one yeah
1: when was the last time you saw a commercial for water, like tap water, or or milk, for right. that matter, or bread?
0: Right, hmm. you know. Hmm. I don't know.
1: So, I mean, yeah, advertising I is designed be. to buy something. So,
0: yeah, that's cool. That's 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 a that's a good uh, that's a good outlook in life. I really appreciate that because uh, that's something I've been digging deep with, and I've just recently. Uh, now i i would say that i was a, pro, a a product of facebook for uh for i don't know like 8 years maybe yeah and i had to get myself out of the matrix so to speak mm-hmm. so, to understand what the fuck i'm doing on facebook mm-hmm. and it took me a while man it it took me uh, you know i was with my ex fiance Mm-hmm. And she, I used to be on, be on Twitter, be on Facebook, be on Instagram. I used to just be hugged, dude, for, for just a constant information, trying to look up everything and get into all the conversations I can get into, and just even with the stuff that I enjoy, video games and just uh, just being around other people. And dude, we can go on if you want to talk about this, <laughs> but we could just go on about how social media. Affects our brains and and gets us thinking that it's it's awesome to be on, yeah. and we're not when we take a step back we don't see the problem with it when we're we we do not know how to balance it out. Well, like ultimately, we recently... you... no. Go ahead. Here, go ahead. No go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. I'll I'll finish. All right. Well, I mean, basically, if you if you look at social media and if you polarize it in that way, oh, it's great or oh, it's awful. I mean, well, well, no, it's it's a tool. You know, in the yes. same way that a hunting rifle is a tool, you know, the same way right. that a hammer is a tool. You know, right. you can use it to to build a house, or you can use it to walk into a fucking Walmart and shoot a bunch of immigrants. You know, and it's, or you can use it to feed your family. You know, it's how you choose to use it, and I'm not saying that it's a good thing. You know, and I'm I'm not advocating for automatic weapons or you know automatic hammers or anything. And you know, I'm not advocating anything here. I'm just offering my perspective. Now. To, to you know that being said you know social media can either you know it's what's what becomes an issue is when we start using these things as an escape like the other day i had the realization that like holy shit i've got a relationship with my phone mm-hmm. and it's like i'm laying in bed and i'm looking at my phone I'm like i'm yes i'm i'm texting somebody but i'm staring at my phone and i'm listening to my phone as i'm falling asleep like what the fuck
0: yeah, you're attached to it.
1: I'm attached to it, I, absolutely. And it's like, you know, I've got this codependent situation with my phone.
0: Right.
1: So, you know, and it's 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 when social media removes us from that human interaction that, we're, that our brain is telling us that we're having, you know, but we're not actually getting it. We're getting that little dopamine hit or whatever the, the, the feel-good chemical is. We're getting that feel-good yeah. hit. You know whether it's validation or conversation or just looking at things that you want to look at. You know, so your brain's being activated, but you know you're missing out on the little things. Like you can have a full-on conversation with a relative, but you're missing that oxytocin when you give them a hug. You know, you're you're missing that actual human interaction. And while it's it's done a great thing to to bring people together, it's also you know pushed us apart. But it's not necessarily a, a generational phenomenon. You know, I see it, you know, walking through the city and on the subways and, you know, about town. You know, there's people going around just staring at their phones, you know. And they're they're in their own little bubble. I'm like, I understand anxiety. I get it. Big crowds suck. You know, there's a lot of noise going on out there. And it's, it's really easy to throw the headphones in and just go, like, nah, I'm a tune out. I do it myself. You know, I'm guilty right. of it. You know, but to 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 villainize social media is to, to, to villainize a toolbox. You know like yes and no you know Then yeah. there's a certain amount of peace that comes from going like oh well shit you know i guess i am cattle in this whole you know great big corporation i guess i am a cog you know and it's like right. you can kind of step back and go oh yeah i'm just a fucking cog and all this you right
0: that, thats that that pretty much is uh that's really true with us being cogs and machine pretty much not, man. um unless you are aware of yourself and your surroundings and what you do in general. Uh, I've been doing a lot of what they call self healing or self improvement or whatever. This is this is how, this is the reason why I started this podcast so I can speak to other people or talk to myself pretty much and yeah. uh, talk about all these things that you just pretty much mentioned. And uh, it's awesome to have a different perspective of course, so that, you know, I'm not the only one in the in the room talking, you know, we're like, okay, we hear you, but we need a different perspective. But it's, again, like I said, it's cool that you share, we share the same views in this situation here. We see the same, uh, I don't know if it's, a, I guess it's a problem or a, I don't know if there's another word for it, but situation. Yeah, I guess circumstance. A situation, circumstance. Yeah. You're going in the subway, you're seeing everybody on their phones. Well, most people, you're seeing them on their phones and you're like, huh, I'm wondering what they're doing that they're constantly. On their phones, They're, they could be playing a game, or they could be on social media. They could be de- interacting with their family or their friends. They could or they be could learning be in an argument. Yeah, or it could be learning. Yeah, true. Uh, it could be anything.
1: If you use that phone is, you know, we have access to the entire wealth of human knowledge, you know. Right. And without getting too hippie woo woo, you know, like you can Google fucking anything, you know. Yep. And, but you know, it comes down to we have such great distractions in the form of advertisement and. And well, let's basic, you know, you know, to put it in simple terms, it's psychological and emotional manipulation that these advertisers are fucking great at. You know, they prey on our anxieties. Like, oh, this common household could kill you. Your household, you know, chemical could kill you, you know, up at 11. Like, well, great. Now I'm concerned about my kitchen sink fucking coming alive and stabbing my family in the middle of the night, you know, like,
0: yeah. you
1: know, and it, we are a product, but it's, it, it is what it is. You know, right. and, you know, as people are are, are are separating, you know, it's 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 interesting because social media allows us the mask of that cell phone and removes us you know, at least one step, and it takes away that certain filter. You know, it, it removes a certain amount of that social anxiety that we have. Like, you know, if I want to talk to a beautiful woman, you know, of course my heart's heart rate's going to go up. And I'm still going to talk to her because you know, Casanova type guy, but you know, at least in my head, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so. But you know, in in reality, you know, if if imagine if you would for a second, like you know, some controversial opinion before social media, if you wanted to share that, either you talked to your friends, you went to some kind of community group, uh, like through a church or or you know some volunteer organization, wherever you find a mm-hmm. sense of community, and you know, and you would discuss these things. Now, if What's fun is when you start seeing other people, people that you aren't necessarily friends with, that aren't in your social group, you know, commenting on this stuff. It's like, okay, that's the equivalent of, you know, somebody on the street, you know, uh, or, or, you know, somebody, you know, uh, like you would be, you know, uh, like putting gas in your car, you need get a gas station. And, you know, Joe Schmo, Trump supporter, comes over and wants to spout rhetoric towards you. It's like, hey, whoa, hey there, fella. I'm just doing my thing. And if they keep shouting you and it's like, oh, now, like, okay, I don't really want to be a part of that conversation. I'm going to drive away now. And they follow you to right. the fucking street, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you don't have that uh, uh, reality check on social media. So you can just say whatever the fuck you want, you know? Yeah. And while that's beautiful in a way that, you know, it's liberating, you know, especially for those that may suffer from some kind of social anxieties, you know, it, it's, it's emboldening to those that feel that they can hide behind a mask. If you look at, you know, Donald Trump's rhetoric, you know, uh, uh in front of the cameras versus what he's putting up on Twitter, like you, you would go, wait a minute, that's not necessarily the same dude. Hang on a second,
0: right.
1: you know, and to, to embolden people that way to speak their minds, um, is, is it, it's a tricky subject, you know, you, it, you, you. For one, again, it comes down to can you blame the tool? It's like, well, no, you know, it's, it's like, do you trust the hand that's holding the hammer, kind of thing. You know, people can use yeah. it as, as a tool to express their joy and their love and their happiness, or they can use it to vent right. their frustrations and their angers and their disappointments. You know, but it comes down to what do you choose to put into the world? You know, and right. it's like, all right, we, you know, you and I, we you know we can be on the subway and we can be in the city and we can look around and see other people looking at their phones. We can choose to focus on that, or like, holy shit, have you seen these flowers? You know, (laughs) holy shit, have you seen that 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 mural? Or oh my god, what the fuck is up with that girl's hair? You know, so it's Uh, like we can either focus on the problem, or we can start to work on a fucking solution. It's just a matter of like changing our attention from you know the 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 cell phone to the fucking the real world, man. Yeah, quote unquote. I, I don't know how much you believe in the matrix. I mean, this all might be a simulation, but...
0: dude. Yeah, I, I, one of my episodes I talk about that. <laughs> it's funny. Well, what's I mean, I
1: what is your take on that, then?
0: Uh, so it's 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 hippie dippy, woo woo, whatever. But That's uh, what? I ran into one of the philosophy episodes. He, I forget who was it, Descartes, one of the philosophers mentioned about simulation, mm-hmm. and uh, but it kind of triggered in my mind, oh, you know what's going on now is that we're on our phones all the time right so then next what's the next step what's going to happen next we're going to have these phones you know on us we're going to become human cyborgs or whatever we're going to have these phones apart like inside or whatever a part of us then what's next we're going to have i was just thinking in my head oh vr headsets you know that's already becoming a thing mm-hmm. uh it's, they try to do it in the 90s but now it's really happening now it's it's looking really good if you have i don't know if you have ever seen the Vive or mm-hmm. any of the the Oculus Rift. Yeah. They're pretty good. Like they're I I tried one on at Best Buy and I was like amazed by it. Like I actually felt like I was climbing the goddamn mountain with my I fingers. It was weird. But uh so that led on to some other thoughts. I was like, "You know what? What if? Okay, this is trippy, but what if you are in a simulation, whatever?" Mm-hmm. Um how can you how can you prove that you are or how can you prove that you're not? Uh, the only way you can prove that is if you kill yourself, right? Or if, if you step out of it somehow, you figure mm-hmm. out a way to hack your system. But the only, the best way is to die, but you don't know what happens when you die. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, uh, I just came up with a theory in my head that, oh, once we die, then we find out on the other side that we're a part of this, we're a part of the simulation, we're uh, if you go look at it now, my evidence is what I lead up to is that, okay, if we're coming up with this headset stuff, and if you think everyone is, a th- if we both can see people, a lot of people on their phones now, what do you think is going to happen 20 years from now? People are going to be addicted to headphones or the headsets mm-hmm. or whatever. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't even know if we're going to exist by then. We don't know if the, they're going to create this AI and they're going to annihilate us, or whatever. I mean, it's going to happen before we know it. We, There's we, so many, anyway, Yeah, go ahead.
1: But, well, uh, all right. Well, I mean, the thing is the AI you know, like, I don't know if you saw this circulating around, I think it was on Facebook or one of them, you know, somebody tried to copy the Mona Lisa, you know, Um, and, you know, the human brain cannot make an exact copy, you know, and right now, you know, despite our best efforts and all of our advances, we have yet to produce something as powerful, uh, computation-wise, as the human brain. We, you know, and What's interesting is, you know, we believe ourselves so arrogant to think that we could create such a thing. They're worried about AI, why we can't get our fucking recycling situation started, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we're, we're concerned about building this entirely new race, you know, and effectively, it's it, I feel it, you know, uh, exfoliates a certain kind of fear that, you know, that the species has that, you know... It it comes down to oh shit, we have to face our annihilation, but we're ignoring, you know, the fact that we're still pumping CFCs into the atmosphere. You know, there are places with chlorine and lead in the water. You know, it's
0: No, it's a good argument.
1: And, you know, uh say yeah, I posted something recently, it was about it was just a retweet or a repost or something about why are millennials so, you know, misanthropic and nihilistic? It's like, well, uh, when I was 12 years old, I watched the World Trade Center's collapse live on TV, and then nothing ever really got better. You know, All right. <laughs> then there yeah. was war, and then and then there were racists, and now there's Nazis. Like, you know, we're, we my my friend Coda, you know, um, he. He explained it, you know, it's like, we've got a telescope looking into all the worst parts of human humanity right now. It's being amplified for, through social media as we focus on these problems. It's like, alright, so what's new in urban gardening, you know? Like, what's up with that? Urban farming, that's a thing. You know? Oh, okay. So, bigotry? Pff, what have you done to not be a bigot? You know, and it's, it's, it's frustrating, you know, when we have these problems, go, oh, shit, well, how can I help that there's, you know, They are like racist assholes, you know, deporting families. Like, what the fuck can I do about it? I live in Philly, man. Like, you know, and it comes and it's and it's any social issue, really. You know, how can I help the situation? like, Well, you know, I'm not I'm not deporting anybody. I'm not raping anybody. I'm not going into Walmart and I'm not shooting people, you know.
0: you're already helping by not doing any of that
1: shit. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean as we as we focus you know oh is it a gun problem? Well, no, it's it's not necessarily a gun problem. It's the fact that we as a society and this is being amplified by by these situations, by these news reports, by these social media posts. It's being amplified that you know there are racist douchebags that live in this country. All right. You know and they're so emboldened to the point where they think that that kind of behavior is okay. Right. Even glorifiable. Like, but if yes. you look at, at we as humans, that we've been a, a, a warmongering species, you know, since the beginning, you know, we've always been competing over resources. We have always competed for these mm-hmm. things, you know, like we get off on violence for some reason. <laughs> and yeah, we're, you tell
0: we're
1: me about it. Yeah, man. And we're we're at a point now that we have the resources available, we have the technology, and we have the ability, and we have the infrastructure, no less that you know we shouldn't be competing over resources anymore you know and the, but there are those that are still so founded in greed and 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 you know so old and set in their ways that you know, you know they talk about you know uh, a, a school like um free secondary education you know uh, if you're paying attention to the you know the modern the contemporary political advocates and i mean I'm not saying bernie sanders but i'm saying bernie sanders um <laughs> look at you know what they're trying to do you know and it's it it, it hmm. if, if you look at what's what's going on you know and these 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 different jeez oh, can didn't even consider the, the current political climate okay they're saying Politics. I don't know. Here it's yeah. Topics.
0: You got yeah. We got real into politics here with the philosophy. With
1: that, <laughs> get off that train. Um, right. Sorry, so man. Human, human. I'm not much of a political yeah.
0: person, but I try to get, stay in, stay in touch with it. What's that? No, I said I'm not much of a po- political person, but I do try to stay in touch with it.
1: No, nah, it's all right, man. Um, I, I think the point I was trying to make is, you know, the fact is, we, you know, we 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 have the resources available to make things like basic food available not not food stamps food food i'm not talking about you know a credit card you can swipe and get a bag of cheetos i'm talking like no like this isn't socialism because you know this is a uh, a a concept that we've already adapted in this country you know people are sick man you know there's there's no there's there's a lack of community anymore you know especially with social media and you know these little updates available like you can remember a time like you know maybe talk to your parents about it but like you know at christmas time you got the fucking family letter in the christmas card like oh these are your cousins that live on the other side of the country what are they doing oh well becky's started dental school cool and it's like you know your aunt would write out this letter about what everybody's doing and that's all you heard from them
0: right
1: now it's like all
0: new all the time can i i'm sorry go ahead and I just then, had a question, but go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry, man. Uh, no, I just wanted to ask you. You can continue what you're what you're ta- what you're saying. Uh, but I was going to ask you how. What What is your in your opinion? How, how can you fix this? How, what do you think we should do? What, do um, what What do you think that you can do? I mean, like you as a you as an individual.
1: Me personally, being aware yeah. of it is is a key step. Right. Um. You know, like. I was joking with somebody, it's like, oh, I'm a scientist and I'm working on a cure for anxiety. You know, and it's like personally in my my own journey with yoga and meditation, you know, it's like, oh, being aware of when the anxiety begins to set in. Perfect. So it's like, oh, when this anxiety begins to set in, you you relax, you know, you let your body do its thing, but that you are not your anxiety in the same way that you are not these problems.
0: All right.
1: You know, you you are not the gangrenous limb. You know, you are the the observer looking at the gangrenous limb. You know that that is. You know, but and honestly, the best thing that we can do, I feel, is just share information, share knowledge. Not not necessarily information, because you know.
0: I know what you mean. Yeah, sorry. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> like like we can Google shit, you know, all day long and half the night, but for you sure. Know, um, you know, knowledge and wisdom. You know, knowledge of the that. Genuine, life-valuable information that is valuable just in and of itself. Not necessarily monetarily valuable, but just good fucking information to have. Like you know, like when you're transporting lumber in your car, you don't want to line it up so that it's long ways towards your head in case you get rear-ended.
0: Huh. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: You don't want to pack anything at your car that if you get rear-ended is going to come directly at your fucking head. I wouldn't have th- twice,
0: right? Or right. I wouldn't have thought of that. But me actually, like laying the the wood down and seeing that, wait, I don't want to do this. This could fuck me up. Because <laughs> yeah. then you know your instincts or whatever your whatever it is that your brain works, you start mm-hmm. to think of uh, the the worst case scenario, whatever it is that yeah, makes man. that happen. Yeah.
1: I think that's part of being a parent too. Like you know, you yeah. you start seeing things outside of yourself. Oh, dude, and tell me so about it. it.
0: <laughs> seeing so on. much
1: more no no doubt no doubt kids are weird like that man kids are a fucking trip i'm sure i, I don't have kids but i mean i mean so it's like, like what's something that like you didn't notice before you were a parent like about about humans about the species like you know <sighs> if i can just kind of turn the tables on here again
0: no no you're good um Shit, <laughs> that's a that's I a, uh, I don't know if it's a if it's called a long-winded question. <laughs> we question. I can go on about <laughs> this, but yeah, uh, um, just awareness. Mm-hmm. That's for one. Uh, when my baby was born, I I before my baby was born, I'm sorry, or before I I I ran into my wife or her kids, I lacked a lot of awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I had awareness, but as soon as I ran into you know the situation from her, and how she is with the kids, and how the kids are, and me learning from them their curiosity uh she I, when I got with her 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 son was six months, mm-hmm. so I was with him you know i've been I've been in his life for you know since he was six months now he's four mm-hmm. and then when I have my own daughter. Uh, she's she 's uh, going to be too soon. Mm-hmm. you know I started to see more out of it. I started to understand like holy shit dude these motherfuckers are fucking curious they 're so fucking curious and involved with things that I never would have thought <laughs> was something that humans could do my child well i don 't know if this is disgusting in your opinion or not it 's disgusting to me and my wife, but we manage it the best way we can but our child or or my or my daughter her uh, She's going to be too soon. She knows how to get through YouTube like nothing. She knows how to pick and choose whatever videos that she wants. Mm -hmm. She's very... She's discovering a lot of things. Right now, currently, she's messing with a Barbie and messing up her hair. And I I always pay attention to the things that she does. Mm -hmm. And... When I take a third per uh third person perspective on myself I'm analyzing myself what am I doing mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm watching a child grow to, and I'm paying attention to everything that she does because I'm getting curious because mm-hmm. i'm I'm reflecting on when I was that age her age when I didn't have any worry about bills or Oh, what am I going to do? Or, oh, I got to be productive. Oh, I'm 30 years old. What am I doing with my life? Oh, what blah, blah, blah. You know, all the insecurities that I've built up, all the uh, pain and suffering that I've dealt with Mm -hmm. that cause trauma, blah, blah, blah. This child here, she's just living, just being. And it, it, it just, I don't know if that answers your question, but basically that it made me, I didn't look at it the way I look at it now, where you're just living and being in this world. You're just doing, you know what I mean? word that makes sense makes perfect sense, makes man. sense you call me
1: in a sip okay. of coffee um, okay <laughs> yeah man i gotta get so anyway i've been trying to
0: <laughs> yeah sorry so i've been i took that of what she's doing she's doing stuff right mm-hmm. i've been I, I took that and i was like you know what i need to do stuff just mm-hmm. be curious what am i interested in just do it who cares just fucking try it get away from the phone mm-hmm. you know use the phone for social media purposes to share this knowledge you talked about it to share my wisdom that i learn from others and do what i can to help raise awareness on awareness so yeah that's pretty much it um, awareness awareness yeah awareness of awareness yeah that's all right man (laughs) yeah that's
1: pretty dope man i dig that yeah man it's it's weird like um like uh i'm 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 out on disability with back pain right now i just got a diagnosis for sciatica And, um, I don't know what that is. Yeah, man. Um, like I've been EMT, uh, been in healthcare 11 years. Um, so it, it, it has dawned on me since I've had, you know, had the time to reflect on this, you know, between the pain medication, you know, like just like laying on the floor and staring at the ceiling. I've had a lot of time to think. So, you know, my, my experience has been very episodic, you know, and it's, you know, trying to be aware of what's going on. You know, the people that I encountered when I was at work, you know. I was not meeting them on their best day, you know? So the only mm. thing that I could do to help in that situation became like, okay, how can I comfort this person? Like, you know, I can't tell you the amount of blankets I've given out in my lifetime. You know? okay. <laughs> it's like, you know, the, like I've, I've held strangers hands, you know, and just like shit like that, you know? And it's, right. you know, my training as, as a, a, as a healthcare provider, as a clinician is, is incredibly limited you know but it's I, I know how to safely you know move people from a to b and you know i i know a few little tricks that can you know restart somebody's heart you know in a pinch things like that you know and i know how to get them to the people that can help them further you know that's right. but you know when you work transport you know like i worked overnights for like a year and a half and for whatever reason they would wait to see sa- they would save the um the psych transports They were saving for us. I I guess we were their favorite crew. I didn't mind them, you know. I I enjoyed doing psych transports, you know, especially with teenagers and young adults.
0: Can you? I'm sorry. Can you explain what psych transports? Oh, psych transports. Um, completely. Yeah.
1: So if somebody ends up in the hospital, um, usually somebody gets a you know. Either okay, so psychiatric, at least in the capacity that I handled them, uh, was from the emergency department or from the floor to an inpatient psychiatric facility, or a behavioral hospital. Uh, People who are generally considered a threat to themselves or others, um, who have made attempts against their lives or have made threats to make attempts against their lives, you know, or or people that were legitimately crazy, you know. it's It was interesting to me to see the different states of the human mind. But I enjoyed these because, you know, I would, especially with teenagers and young adults, you know, and I think when I was doing this, like, 26 when I left that job. Yeah, I was 26 when I left that company. And that's where a majority of my psych transports were were done. But, you know, we would... You know, and we would take them from, you know, from one hospital to the other side of the state and, you know, for where our hospital was, we were at least a half an hour away from any psychiatric facility. So me being in the back with that patient means I've got a a half an hour to administer to them whatever kind of help that I can provide for them, you know, and it, it was outstanding to me, like just to notice the amount of of well pain, redirected pain and anger that, you know, people turn inwards, you know, um, because usually when people are self harming is when they end up in the psych hospitals, when they themselves. Others they usually go to prison, you know, or they go to some kind of lockup, you know. But if they're they're if they're inwardly uh, uh, harmful, that's when I would meet them. You know, off those psych transports. Um. So, oh, sorry. More coffee.
0: That, go for it. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is by will alone. I set my mind in motion. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's cool. You got your coffee. I have my what my wife calls drinkies. It's oh yeah, an alcoholic beverage. What's that? Yeah, cocktail. It's a uh, pineapple and cranberry with rum. <laughs>
1: Yar. All right, life. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I've, I've got another thing this this evening. I'm trying to like wake myself up, so it's like. I don't know. It's, it's been a while since I've OD'd on coffee, so it's like I kind of enjoy it. Anyway, that's that's my drug of choice, coffee. Um, that I nice. can't stop talking. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So for me, you know, talk about what can I do to help. You know, um, I noticed, you know, and like we had one facility that was for teenagers, you know, and they was on the other side of the state. Like this, this hospital was down in like Long Beach Island area, and the the that that was my house but it was down near the beach oh yeah poor me um Mm -hmm. got to drive to the beach three days a week hell yeah (laughs) um um, that was dope man i missed that job but you know neither here nor there it was bad um right yeah man it was like a 40 minute drive to the woods to get there too it was great anyway (laughs) in the middle of the night
0: yeah anyway okay (laughs) in the middle of the night shit what's that I said in the middle of the night. That's just scary when you drive oh, through dude. fucking woods.
1: Dude, I'm from Jersey. There's like,
0: oh <laughs> uh, Well, I'm from Philly. I'm like,
1: <laughs> nah, dude. I love yeah. them long, dark roads in the middle of the night.
0: Same here, but it's still fucking scary. Like, I <laughs> just freak out every time I do it. Where are the deer, man? Where are the deer? Yeah, and or, I think of bears for some reason. There are like, no the bears in Jersey. Get me.
1: I mean, oh, really? not on the highways. I mean, like, if you're oh. driving, like... I mean, a deer. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm a fan of of wildlife and and game, and you know, I, I like the animals. I'm a fan of animals. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to see any of them get hurt unnecessarily. But we built roads through their homes, so it's kind of like, well, and mm-hmm. deer don't give a fuck, man. They'll just jump right out. You know, a bear, yeah. however, yep. probably doesn't like the noise of the road. You know, it isn't really hanging out uh, near the road. You know, well, okay however, yeah, no like, about that. yeah, what's oh, dude. Fucking on seventy six, once upon a time, there was a bear that fell off of like you know seventy six coming towards the city there? The school yeah, expressway. Like, like you know how it's like right right around Balakinwood, it's like that like eighty foot like cliff face.
0: Mm, you know what I'm talking about? I'm if you're driving
1: sure towards that. the city from like uh from like conchahawken Okay, yeah. That area? Yeah. And like a bear fell down into the highway. Oh shit. <laughs> and, like they had traffic closed off.
0: Oh, like shit. two hours. Did yeah, he man. die or was he oh, hurt? Yeah, just yeah. like, yeah. Suicidal
1: yeah. bear just fell off the fucking cliff, man. It's like,
0: oh no. Suicide by a bear.
1: But yeah, man. Yeah. Nah. So you'll see more bears in Pennsylvania than you will in Jersey. Is the point I'm trying to make?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's fucking frightening. Under <laughs> <laughs> that, you know.
1: Um. But yeah, so I mean, so I was, you know, I was transporting them from like Long Beach Island area, up. Uh, past princeton which is north of trenton north of philly um mm-hmm. it's it's close to a two-hour drive you know and it's it's another one of those long straight roads and it's like well all right i do my thing which is like okay what's your your medical information any allergies and if they're if they're sleeping usually i'll let them sleep you know take a blood pressure and it's like all right fine kid you, you just rest but you know and we we get kids you know or, or teenagers and this is not a a New Jersey-based phenomenon because I've seen it in other hospitals, and I'm sure it happens elsewhere too, you know. So we'll get teenagers that, you know, they're sitting in the psych room in their paper clothes because they can't have real clothes and they can't have anything pointy or anything like that, you know, basically stripped away of everything that they've got. You know, they get put in the paper gowns. Like, all right, so we've got an hour and 40 minutes before we get to where it is that we need to go. What do you really want to talk about? uh i don't know all right well and then you start with the questions it's like okay like how do i get this kid to open up and talk about what it is that's actually fucking bothering them because they're not going to open up immediately to uh, a therapist or a doctor or a nurse and it's like you know if if i can be you know a real person to this to this patient to this you know this 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 person that's having these self-destructive thoughts or habits you know if i can be real to them they'll be real with me and it's like you know if, if like if you gotta cry on my shoulder that's fine i don't mind i'm a big dude <laughs> like we got yeah. tissues what's up you know but oh, as the sirens go by
0: <laughs> philly <laughs> i don't i don't hear shit. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean so so and it's i remember like having this conversation you know with with this young person who was going through like a gender identity thing um, I'm sympathetic to the cause, and I'm, I'm not real into that culture, but I am sympathetic. So I'm trying to be more aware of you know, pronoun choices and transitional uh, states and people and beings. I can't you know, keep so.
0: up with it, honestly. I said I can't keep up with it, honestly. I can't even keep up my own life. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I said. Like I'm sympathetic to the cause, like I'm an ally See? in that case. But it's like, don't don't quiz me on any of this shit. Like I Please, got back. Don't do
0: that. Like, Yeah, because I'm gonna. Fail horribly and look make you feel like shit. Like I really yeah, yeah no it's like anyway. I got your
1: back, but like you know, I, I I don't get the memos. I don't read the newsletter. You know yeah.
0: It's, so it's just,
1: yeah. No, I'm at, no wait no I'm still call. Yeah. So I mean, and to to and that was a point for me that you know I had I had actually reconsidered you know like what it is that I do uh, as a transporter like you know, all of a sudden, like I go from like, oh, I'm doing this job to pay my bills. And it's like, oh, I can actually help people. You know, I became an EMT as a volunteer, and you know, it just it was nice to have something to focus on. You know, I was dealing with depression, my you know, 18 years old, depression, anxiety, didn't want to leave the house much. So I started volunteering, you know, just to do something in my life, and yeah, but you know. So it was able, you know, for these, these psych patients and like, we had one guy who was going, he was one of the closer hospitals. There was a shorter transfer and like, dude was just an asshole to the staff. He was an asshole to my partner. Like, and like, I'm getting, getting report and like, I'll let my partner, you know, be bad cop, you know, and do the thing. And it's like, okay. So I come in and, you know, I talked to him. I was like, Hey, I'm going to you know, I'm Kevin. I'll be sitting in the back with you, you know, you have any questions and walking through the things. And the dude's like, nah, can I smoke a cigarette? I'm like, sorry, can't let you do that. So, like, get him on the stretcher, get him up, get him loaded. And it's like, I, I sit behind him, and I'm keeping an eye on him, make sure he's not jumping. And he's he's cool, you know, and the dude's all tatted up. And I got some tattoos, too, and they're visible. Um, So, like, I'm like, okay, I got something in common with this guy. So, like, he had signed the chart, you know, and this is, I don't want to say it's a dirty trick. It's not illegal, but it's, you know... And there's, no, there's nothing, I'm not violating any policies or procedures here, like this, this little trick, I'm like, alright, let me and, and I opened up the, the part on the tablet where it has the signatures and I just deleted it. And I'm like, alright, so, dude didn't want to talk, so I'm like, alright. So, I'm like, hey, sorry to bother you, we're having problems with the tablet, you know, would you mind signing again? So I sit and I'm facing him at this point. So I have him sign my chart, and he's got a tattoo across his neck. And I'm like, alright, how on earth did you do that shit and and, you know and just went from there it's just like immediately you know and i think about my own tattoos and it's like oh shit what is it that i'm trying to convey when I, i pay a person and i sit there for hours to go through that fucking pain you know to put an image onto my skin what am i trying to externalize in the art that i'm bringing into the world you know and it's like okay like all right. So, what am I trying to convey with the images on my skin? I'm like, oh shit, this dude's got fucking stories. This guy, dude's got stories about stories, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like you are getting tattoos in your fucking neck. There's something going on there. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: you don't do that. Talk like, oh, no.
1: What's that? No, go ahead. No, you we were kind of breaking up there. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, he's like, oh no, that didn't hurt. What? All right. what which, which one hurt the worst? The one I got on my nutsack. I'm like,
0: I don't like to see that one. <laughs> Do you? How much do you like dislike yourself, man? That's <laughs> all
1: right, man. And I mean, that's probably why I was taking him to the psych hospital. But, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead.
1: But yeah, so I mean, like, but we got a lot of people that, you know, like, what happened?
0: They
1: get depressed and they don't know how to handle it, you know. And hmm. Jim Carrey said something about we live in a society that's making us sick. It's not made to suit the human spirit. And we're at a breaking point where it's going like enough's enough. You know, mm. it's like, well, I don't want to see anybody go hungry because of automated jobs. You know, I, am, I, I, I believe that as a country, as a people, as a society, as a species, you know, we have the resources available that people shouldn't be homeless, shouldn't be going hungry. It shouldn't be without basic medical care. You know, and it's, it's, it's social eugenics in a way. And I'm not an advocate for any kind of eugenics, you know. I think everybody should have a fair shot, but you know, as far as you know, the the social and you know Darwinism of it, you know, and it's like, okay, why are we competing over these things? We have the resources, we have the ability to feed everyone. Why why are our poor people getting fat? Like because they're only oppor- their only food sources, fast food, because it's not actually food. You know, for five dollars, you can go to McDonald's, and that—that's five McDouble's, and you would be full for a minute on them.
0: Can I? Sure, yeah. 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 Can I stop you on that? Um, Please. Uh, if I, if I, if you don't mind me asking, do, uh, do you, what class do you come from in your background? Like, do you, from your childhood, I mean, do, do you? Class. Come at, when I, I'm sorry. When I asked that, uh, I came from a poor back, uh, poor childhood. Whatever. Sure. I mm-hmm. lived in the ghetto, pretty much. Whatever. I don't know the politically correct term. I just call it the fucking ghetto because that's where I came from. <laughs> I got you, man. Uh, but do, do, you, do you come from a middle class, low income uh, class? Like, you both of me? my parents registered
1: mind. nurses. Um, okay. Uh, more, more so emotional struggle and psychological struggle than, you know, but that's that's my problem. And not necessarily economically based, Um, which is, you know, I, I feel says something for the, the human spirit, you know, being broken. You know, and to, to come from a, a background of, of some kind of affluence you know like I never went hungry as a kid you know and mm-hmm. I, I never went without a roof over my head you know I had new clothes you know there wasn't an issue you know I, I was able to do the things that I wanted to do and I'm very grateful for the experience you know but there was no sense of community where I was you know we lived on the other side of the highway from most of the other kids in my school. So for me as a kid to ride a bike, you know, I wasn't allowed to cross the highway, you know, or or, actually I didn't learn to ride a bike until I was 27, but that's, that's another story, you know, but for me to like cross the highway to go visit my friends was unheard of, you know, not as a kid, no way, you know, but both of my parents worked full time. So I was like, I couldn't get a ride, you know, unless I, you know, took a school bus with a friend, but even then that was, you know, that, that was a process and a half. You know, because with bus aides and things like that, maybe that's suburban life, but, you know. um, So you
0: lacked compassion from your parents?
1: I don't know. Community uh, and interaction outside of my own When you
0: say community, interaction, okay. I just wanted to understand community and what you mean by that.
1: What community means, think about any group of people that you see on a regular basis. You know, um, I had my school community, but away from away from the actual school you know there was no community wow. like we played sports with kids but like that was i, I didn't want to fucking play sports <laughs> like you know yeah. like i would have loved to have been like wandering around the woods but and playing with sticks and dirt but you know like cause that's what i did when i was a kid i played with dirt <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, kids you used, kid? they'll never know yeah but, I
0: don't think kids like to play with dirt. Well, most yeah. kids don't like to play with dirt. <laughs> it's, My it's, child it. likes to play with anything. She fucking wants to play with dirt. <laughs> she wants to go outside and play with the weeds out there. And I try to—I always have to get her away from that shit. Yeah,
1: I got you. That's yeah, nature, man. Like you know. Yeah. I mean, as so long as there's not syringes in your yard, you know, like.
0: Oh yeah, it's nothing like that.
1: Yeah, as long as it's not spraying chemicals, you know what I mean? Like just a plant, just dirt to wash off. Yeah. But I mean, um, but yeah, man. So, but I mean, like, you know, there was a lot of like pacification when I was a kid, you know, in the forms of food and video games, you know, and there was just like these, these anesthetics for what was really going on. It's like, now I understand now, it's like we inherit a certain amount of trauma and drama from our parents that, you know, they never meant to pass off on us. They never meant that, you know, like any parent that looks at their child and says, I love you at one point or another, you know, it doesn't matter when, You know, if you can look at your child and say, I love you, then you never meant to hurt that creature ever, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, but, you know, we have generational bullshit that, you know, maybe something that my dad did to me, that his grand that his dad did to him because his grandfather did to his dad, you know, and and that's the fucking toxic masculinity patriarchy that we're trying to fucking kick out. And at least that's my comprehension from what I can gather from fucking social media. (laughs) That's the bullshit that we're trying to heal. You know, going back to what you were saying, you know that is that self-healing that, you know, that's kind of our task, aside from, you know, paying fucking bills. You know, as a human, right. you know, as a, as a spiritual creature, you know, having a human experience, well, I can work on my own shit. Because if you walk up to somebody and say, hey, I want to help you heal that fucking generational trauma that you've been harboring, like, you know, they're going to look at you and you got ten heads. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I mean, and that's yeah. that's where art comes in. You know, it's, it's art is the lie that tells the truth. And it's, you know, Terrence McKenna said something once about, you know, it's, it's the, the soul of mankind is the responsibility of the artists. Because if the artists cannot find a way then a way cannot be found and everything else is a dithering while Rome burns. Terrence McKenna, he was a, a psychonaut and, you know, an advocate for psychedelics you know but if we you know that's that's neither here nor there you know but if we if we consider these things and you know, it's like okay like as a society as a community how do we heal how do we do better you know it's not being done in washington it's not being done at city hall no no oh, and like it i don't want to be like oh y'all motherfuckers need jesus but there is that you know that spiritual need that just isn't being met you know because we've yeah. completely fucking erased it You know, we we, we have no connection with nature on a on a regular basis. No we have no, you know, sense of community because we don't go to church anymore. We don't get these letters from our our family at Christmas time, you know. We just we and it becomes so mundane. These this this these little frustrations and these interactions that we have with people on our cell phones become so mundane and so obscure that we forget what it's like to go and have lunch with a friend. For no you, purpose except just to have you know some time and some food with that person.
0: Can I can I ask you? Do you did you find any sense? I mean, sorry, I'm gonna try and form this question. Okay. Uh, the alcoholic, uh, the alcoholic beverage is tr- trying to get to me. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Slur my words. Um, so, did you find something for you personally? And and
1: uh, Um. Well, I mean, your community. In, I mean, as far as like community you, goes. We like um. It. Sort of,
0: because I found mine. I'm just asking you if you um,
1: found yours. Sort of. Uh, I mean, I have friends that have been with me through some shit. Um, you know, I, I I have you know I hang with the art crowd around here, but I'm you know constantly trying to like. All right, like I hang out with like like Burning Man types. Been to Burning Man, and people are like, oh, who do you camp with, or you know? And there's a couple different crews in the city that like you know they do their thing, or this group does that thing. Oh, are you a part of this and this collective? I'm like, I'm polycamperous, you know. And what that means to me is like, you know, I have that ability to just kind of, I can step over here and join that conversation. And when my time is done there, I go, okay, there's nothing left to learn here. Please excuse me. It's been wonderful sharing your time and your company and your energy. But I'm gonna go over here now. I wish you all well. So I go over here right. and then, you know, I talk to them. I'm like, oh, no kidding. I was just, t- I just had this conversation. You know, we with, with those guys over there, they're pretty dope. And it's like, you All know, right. now I've got something new to add to that conversation. And it's, well, I don't necessarily have the community. Like, churches kind of – I love churches. Like, um, like the architecture is fucking beautiful. And I love what they stand for and I love what they represent. But for me to go to a service is not necessarily – in my programming <laughs> to sit through mm. a church service or stand through or to kneel through, you know, I have my own spirituality mm. and it doesn't necessarily fit the confines of, of a church or a religious organization, you know, and what are your,
0: uh, I'm Sorry, what are your re- I, I religious practice?
1: Reasons? What I call non-theism, which, is you that? know, it's not atheist and it's not agnostic. I do believe in a higher power, you know, and I believe in, in, you know, divine presence, you know however i don't have a scripture i have ideas and i have thoughts you know and i de- to be non-theistic is to be without that theism or that ideology to to you know basically i'm a religious anarchist <laughs> I, huh. I think is a good way to describe it but
0: Rel- religious anarchist
1: in a way re- religious anarchy uh in in the sense that, you know, my experience of the divine, I have yet to confine to words or to a, a, a creed that, you know, suits my beliefs. You know, okay. I, 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 I resonate very deeply with certain Buddhist and, and some Hindu influences, and as well as some Catholic and some Christian. Even going back to like, you know, pagan beliefs, you know, and Druidism something about everything that can you know make something make sense and where religion comes in you know it's effectively they a lot of religions tell similar stories just in different ways so to me that says oh they're all trying to explain the the cosmos the the this the human experience you know and it's like all right and they try to give us tools and it's like okay like if you consider prayer what is prayer but meditation you know and mm. to go to a church and sing a hymnal and to, to vibe with all those people to vibrate on that same frequency while you sing together you know to be a part of something bigger you know to, to allow yourself to feel small in in the world and you know to see you know the image of christ in the cross to go oh suffering for other people's bullshit, jesus <laughs> died for your sins thanks homie mm. i'm gonna put that weight down I'm like, to get back and <laughs> finish my laundry and like, you know, and get about my life, you know. But you know, to vibrate with those people on that kind of level, you know, and that's what that is. It's like about oh man, right. this guy's guy's got good vibrations. It's like, yeah, you like the way he fucking sings. You know, <laughs> like and it's effectively what it comes down to, man. And it's like mm-hmm. what's neat about that is you know, you start vibing on the same frequency, you know, and all of a sudden it just becomes one fucking song. You know? Once, all
0: right. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, Music school.
0: <laughs> have you ever considered coming up that just something that came to my mind a while ago. Have you ever considered coming out with your own? I don't want to say religion, but your own. Uh, you know, your own community, community where you can gather a bunch of people that are, that are like minded or interested in hard work. Your um, okay. It's hard work. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: it's not 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 that I've I've avoided it. Like I mean, it sounds like you're talking about starting a cult
0: um that's what yeah i see cults i don't like the cults because they always end up with someone you know yeah yeah. like i I, I hear too many stories
1: to do man like i I don't got time to run a cult like i got laundry
0: but um because I, good just to give my idea put it out there whatever i had this idea and i was speaking to my wife about it i was like hey what what, like what's stopping what why can't i just like go to i don't know i don't know again i'm very this is why william knows nothing um (laughs) I was like, oh, why can't I fucking just open my own religion and not have to pay for shit or whatever uh, and get people to come to my church of Mm -hmm. meditation and we could just like all sit there and learn about philosophy and life in general and just talk about stuff like this, what we're talking about currently. See, man,
1: to me, that sounds like sitting around a campfire.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, So it's like, have I
1: considered like having camping trips with my friends? Yes, I have. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I got a yeah, fire see, pit the in the backyard, though. you know? <laughs> like, what's right.
0: Good? See, the <laughs> difference is you're sitting around with a bunch of your friends, chilling, you know, whatever you're doing in the campfire. Me, I was just talking about, hey, I'm putting this out there. This is my space right here. You can come into my space, and we can do what – I've done mm-hmm. to improve my own life. I went through suicidal attempts. I went through all the bullshit. I had many traumas in my childhood. Here I am today. I'm loving my life. I'm very appreciative of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not always happy because I understand that you can't always be happy in life. And I'm also understanding about, uh, of my own self. Like I'm learning more about what yourself is and blah, blah, blah. And just put it out there to get people to come to me so that we can all learn about each other and form a community versus a cult (laughs) because i'm not trying to control these people's brains and making them think that this is what it is this is my belief you better believe them but but from me learning about cults in general you see how things usually turn out to be uh what do you call it? i don't know if i'm right about this but i forget the the most recent one that i watched a documentary Mm -hmm. about this guy he did meditation and then he had a bunch of people uh begging like really loving him mm-hmm. and he was sleeping with their wife he was sleeping with wives and shit and mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about on Netflix Oh man
1: sounds intense
0: <laughs> Yeah so yeah it was a sex cult pretty much huh. uh and they came to the states to the United States yeah. and uh they had they found their own uh land in the 80s or something like that i think in the 80s or 70s mm-hmm. and they pretty much started to run their own sex cult and did some crazy shit like uh, oh man it's intense i don't I, i'm gonna look it up now for is that you. the
1: one I where see they see get a see. bunch of like automatic weapons and the atf comes yeah. in yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't yeah. you can know <laughs> <mind. laughs> do. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I was watching it and I was just like, What the fuck am I watching? But no, no, it I got just... you,
1: man. I mean, like, and to have those things and I mean I think it comes down to like if you wanna like if I were to start a community, it would be like, All right, well, if it's about healing, well what is it that I do to heal? Like, I mean, right. I, I practice yoga, you know. I would, you know, at some point in my future I would like to get my yoga teacher certification I could host my own classes. You know, and you know, I do things a little bit differently. And you know, having gone to yoga classes, you know, I learn how instructors you know discuss these things. And there, like, there was one Yin yoga class, which Yin yoga is a very passive, slow-paced, you know, relaxing kind of yoga practice where you allow your body to relax and you let go of those muscles and let go of that tension. And you know, meditative experience, at least for me. You know and it's it's facilitated by the instructor so for me you know my yoga practice you know is going to look different from you know everybody else's or you know or we might have similarities you know but you know to to offer that kind of space like okay this is my hour of yoga and this is this is how i do it um you know and offer those little insights as we go through this little journey you know or you know like you can sit down in a coffee shop. Like I've thought about opening up a coffee shop. I think that'd be dope as hell. You know mm-hmm. <laughs> Just serve mm-hmm. to serve up like oh, some good ass breakfast. Coffee. What's that?
0: No, I say you seem to love your coffee, so that makes sense. Hey, this <laughs> is
1: this is Maxwell House, so this is a, this is grade A <laughs> name brand bottom shelf shit, man. <laughs> like it may actually have been on the bottom shelf in the Walmart when I bought the economy <laughs> size
0: package. That's funny. Well, I bought my from the bottom shelf as well, Folgers. So, hey man. It's, you. it's
1: all right, man. Fresh sometimes you want a red can, sometimes you want a blue
0: can. <laughs> yeah, good. right. <laughs> it's like Coke and Pepsi. Oh God,
1: keep that soda away.
0: No, I I don't drink soda, but I'm, I just wanted to bring up this the different uh the competition, I guess. Oh
1: man, yeah, no. Advertising, you, man. man. See, I don't see it as a competition. It's just a matter of what color can do you want your coffee in? You know what I mean?
0: Uh, there, you, there you go. That's true. <laughs> what color can
1: does the job you should, like you should get
0: the yellow one personally Can't maxwell house might have been on
1: sale that week you know but uh, I, I don't know i don't really know man I, I mean there was a time in my life when i bought expensive coffee and then i realized i was drinking three cups a day and i'm like what the fuck i'm not even tasting it wow when it becomes a utilitarian Jesus. drug oh yeah no, i stopped enjoying yeah it's something Damn, i think on. but yeah man. no so i mean like to create that community space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go back yeah, back to the um, community I mean, coffee space. Have I, okay. you know, considered cultivating community? Um, I do what I can to to cultivate communities that I find myself within. You know, like, if mm-hmm. I find myself, like, I worked on a farm, so, like, I'll use that analogy. Like, if I find myself in a field, you know, to, on this farm, you know, yeah, I'll pull some weeds, you know. Yeah, I'll, you know, what is it that I need to farm work? You know, and I find myself a community, you know, <laughs> Like I was having this conversation about protests the other day, and I've I've been to a few, but I don't actively participate in protests. Generally speaking, I'm the guy that kind of sticks to the fringes, you know, and I'll just be on asshole watch. You know, we
0: call it asshole watch.
1: Asshole watch. Yeah. So what it it comes down to, you know, I might not be the the loudest or the brightest or have the prettiest sign, but you know, I, I can still participate in that community. Where I can just go and just keep an eye out for somebody who might be an issue. That's what I can add to that. And it's one of those: if mm-hmm. I can't add to the conversation, or add to the experience, I stay to shut the shut fuck up.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And so if it's one of those, you know, if I cannot give you anything, I will not offer to take something away from you.
0: Hmm. Yes, that makes sense to me. Yeah.
1: It's it's, it's what can I give to you? How can I help you? You know, and it's, you know, to to create that space, to create that community would, you know, it would, I you don't know, I've got a lot on my plate, but less time, more time than I realized because, and anyway, um, given my current situation, but like just the other day, I passed a flyer on the street. Somebody wants to start up a, a, a club about dreams where they just talk about dreams. And I'm like, huh. okay. All right, let's, let's. I took a picture of the sign, I'm like all right. Uh, well, uh, you know, I'll shoot them an email, but you know, and it, that that kind of thing is already there, you know. And there are meetup groups, and it's like, how do you find other people that are into the same kind of shit as you? Like, all right, well, you go to meetup dot com. You can do it on your phone, and you just go, huh? Hey, you guys are into writing, or you guys are into art, or you guys are into basketball, or 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 or, and you go, oh, okay. So like for me to go to a yoga community, it's like, oh, cool. You're crazy too? Sweet. Let's um do yoga. <laughs> and it's like, all right, well, all right, how do you, you know, you meet somebody at the beginning of the yoga class and at the end of a yoga class, that is not the same person. You know, <laughs> if you're doing it
0: right. You... Wait. Oh, if you're doing yoga right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: If you do anything right, like um, <laughs> uh, one of my hobbies, I'm, I'm a welder. You know, I, I like working with Matt Yep, and you know, doing the thing. You know, it's it's that's a very me time kind of thing. And the person I am when I walk into the workshop is not the person that walks out. You know, okay. there there's there's so much that gets left behind in sweat and just like just steam that you just that makes sense through. You know, creating something, and it's like, okay, I'm wielding the power of the sun to melt this material in front of me, and I'm telling it where I need it to go. You know, and it's, you know, and it's, it's a trippy fucking process. You know, All we right. realize like, oh, the tip of that, you know, that little electrode that I'm looking at, that's about two thousand degrees. I am putting mm. material into that those two pieces of steel that I'm making one piece of steel by melting this material. Not only that. But because of the intense heat that I'm wielding and the amount of material that I'm putting into it, the material, the bond that I create between those two pieces of steel will be stronger than the actual steel.
0: Right.
1: You know, as, as, a, as a material heats up, it expands. And you know, I'm, when you're welding, you force in you know, new material. So when it cools off, it contracts. And it just pulls all that stuff in even tighter. So it's denser at the weld than it is you know, throughout the material. Until you come back and kneel at all, like you heat the whole thing up with a torch, and you know, then you get into like metallurgy, and it's trippy yeah. stuff, man. So like, you go into this stuff, and you know, you might have you know an assumption about a person, it's like oh, that you know, and, and you're basically the same person, but you know, for me to spend four hours with welding equipment and to 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 work in that kind of environment, you know, I, I find myself in a, in a concrete box, you know, with uh, you know there's usually a propane forge going so it's it's close to 100 degrees 105 110 you know uh, in where i'm working i'm wielding an oxypropylene torch and a mig welder so i deal with a lot of heat and it's like y- your brain goes places man <laughs> you know mm. and it's it, it's not always bad places you know so the, the, that that is not the same person walking in that's walking out so maybe Yeah, so having that sense of community. Where were we? Oh man. We no, I know you were just notes. you <laughs> were just giving me a yeah.
0: you know welding one on one trip and I was just like envisioning this shit as you're talking about it. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um and then I started to imagine you doing yoga while you're doing fucking while you're welding shit. So, because you, I just thought of hot yoga as you were talking about the heat. Yeah,
1: no, it's so, something I got to get back into too. I actually, there's a place up the street that I was checking out the other day. So, it's that's, called that's Bikram that's, Yoga, the right? Yeah, um, well, there's hot yoga and then there's Bikram yoga. Uh, uh, the, dude, Bikram was kind of a douchebag. So, Standard. like, it's it's generally generally accepted in the in the yoga community um
0: uh, they call it hot yoga now <laughs> yeah
1: hot yoga um
0: he took his name out of it now we're just gonna call it hot yoga
1: that yeah, well i mean back. bikram like it's on a carpeted floor um hot yoga isn't because it's easier to clean like a hardwood mm-hmm. or a little yeah. <laughs> floor you know yeah. but it's like the i've minor done... difference. yeah
0: well big difference but the you changed the carpet into hardwood yeah. yeah one
1: i was going to uh when i moved back to Jersey uh in 2017 I was going to hot yoga there and because i found a groupon i got a really great deal for a month of unlimited yoga so i'm like fuck yeah i'm going like twice three times a week um but the first time i went dude i'm like all right i've been doing yoga every day for the last four years i can handle this you know and you know mr machismo and i'm talking to the guy there's real likable guy his name is ed and we're talking about all the things and like You know, we're kind of going, you know. I explained a little bit. It's like, okay, this is my experience. And he told me about himself, how he was dealing with, you know, um, like a herniated disc or something. Like, and he found a lot of relief in yoga and eventually opened up his own studio. So I'm like, all right, like, phew. So we got talking. He's like, you know, it could be really ego crushing. And I'm like, crush it, crush my fucking ego. Like, what's up, man? Like, I've I've had the ego death, you know, I've, I've dabbled with psychedelics, you know, I've been down that road. And, you know, and I found within yoga, like, okay, you can achieve those meditative states where it's like, oh, you can achieve oneness with the universe without consuming illicit substances. holy shit, you know, um,
0: you can I'm sorry. Can you repeat that one more time? Um, like
1: one can achieve that sense of oneness uh, with the universe without the psychedelics oh, okay. because you figure psychedelics have only really been like, you know, man-made psychedelics have really only been in the scene for the last, I don't know, 80 ish years. 70, 80, 80, like 1950s they started showing up. So mm-hmm. like really um, what was I
0: the No, you were talking about uh, this guy crushing your ego.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so hot yoga. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can excuse me. yeah, you can achieve those the, that sense of meditative oneness with the universe through yoga and meditation. Like you can accomplish those kinds of things without the chemicals um so i was explaining he, is to DMT, him DMT?
0: i'm sorry i don't know you can continue i don't want to cut you off but is dmt a man-made
1: uh, uh dimethyltryptamine is a chemical that occurs naturally in the human brain and in most living organisms but when it's synthesized right. like usually the smoked stuff um that's usually synthesized I, personally i wouldn't touch it because man-made chemicals um yeah. And like, I, from what I hear, it smells a lot like plastic and tastes like plastics. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. I'm good.
0: Hey, good. Yeah. Okay.
1: But, um uh, <laughs> so So anyway, so I go into this class and I signed up for the 90 minute vinyasa class, like which 90 minutes of yoga is a lot of
0: fucking yoga. You know? I know. I do 90 minutes of yoga.
1: Yeah. So, you know, what's up. Um, yep. and, and I got used to it eventually. But when like, and he's like, all right, if, and he told me at the beginning of the class, like, you got water. Okay. Uh, you know, do you have, you have dry clothes to change it? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not worried about that, but he's like, all right, well, if you feel overwhelmed, just lay down, just, you know, take a Shavasana, like, you know, zone out, regroup, just jump back in when you can. Like, cool. I spent more time on my back, staring up the ceiling (laughs) than I did actually doing the yoga. But when I left, like the backpack I had had to have weighed close to thirty fucking pounds. That much sweat—I'm exaggerating, maybe twenty wow. pounds. You know, but to leave a puddle on the mat and it's like to just be completely drained, and then just go home and shower and then sit outside in the cold. It's like my body temperature still temperature still dropping. I was like, huh. You know, sit out in in the middle of the winter in a t-shirt and jeans, just be like meh. You know, and. Like that, that, that was something else. But hot yoga, yeah.
0: I've never done hot yoga, but that's that's fucking crazy. Cause I've done, I do regular yoga.
1: <laughs> It'll kick and your
0: ass. ass. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm actually really interested in trying it one day. But there's a bunch like of places go in go the city, Hot yoga places.
1: Yeah, man. Find you a Groupon. You know.
0: Yeah. I have to make time for it because I, I do I, – I train in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai, so it's just – Oh,
1: shit. I've been thinking about getting into yeah. jiu-jitsu.
0: Yeah, I was going to tell you about that because we were talking about communities and how hot yoga or yoga in general kind of like brings you into – Yeah, see c- Like welding, all that takes you somewhere else. You're not the same person when you come out of it yeah. as you're going in. Uh, I would say the same thing, the same exact thing for Muay Thai or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, when uh, I totally recommend Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, what do you say you live at? You say, I'm you live in West around, Philly. Uh, West Philly. Okay. Yeah, I'm near uh, UPenn. Okay. I know a couple of gyms that you may be interested in going to. Just let me know. We'll talk about this after. Yeah. After this. I, have, yeah I have a couple of gyms that I could recommend. Work. Um, yeah, really, yeah, the as I, get I go back, to is awesome. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah, for sure because this requires your body so
1: <laughs> i mean you yeah, used to, to, you're up near temple right what's up you're over near temple right
0: yeah i'm up the, i'm up near the uh, port richmond area
1: oh okay yeah yeah i used to work yeah. in on no libs so
0: yeah there's uh, port richmond Fishtown, town all that
1: Oh, uh, port fishington
0: i think port fishington yeah right right in between
1: i spent some time there <laughs>
0: This is the trifecta of
1: awesomeness. Yeah right. Yeah Yeah, man. I I was was
0: definitely gonna suggest that for for because it's it's a community there. It's uh it's something. It's like it's kind of like when I'm there doing open mat. Open mat is basically you're doing like uh, everything you've learned. You're training with your your you're rolling or having Mm -hmm. sparring. You're sparring with your partners Mm -hmm. and different belts. You know, white belt to black belt. And it's like a, it's a weird thing. You, you, it takes. It depends on who you are as a person. But you as a gamer, are you a gamer? Hey, I, or, I
1: have been. Yeah.
0: Okay. If you, if you played RPGs, like for me, I played a lot of RPGs in my life. So I, I look at it as a video game where I'm interacting with. I'm going up to another person. Hey, you know, do you want to roll? And then <laughs> this person's a blue belt or a higher ranked than me. And this person says, yeah, challenge, accept it. And then I know what's coming. I'm going to get my ass kicked. Mm-hmm. And I just have to survive as much as I can to get experience. So the more I do this, the better I get. The more experience I get, the more training, blah, blah, blah. Oh
1: yeah, right, man. So you got to put the work in. You got to get the experience points if you want to level up, man.
0: Hell yeah, man. And just training with other white belts is interesting. But yeah, I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting thing when you when you get there and – nobody's talking about religion or uh, mm-hmm. politics or whatever pissed them off that day. Everyone is just focused on jiu dude. Mm-hmm. Or Muay Thai. And we're just focused on just getting better and proven. And, that, and that's I mean, your you focal that point, not yeah, yeah. And when you take that out of there, out of the gym, you take that with your life in general. Ever mm-hmm. since I became a martial artist, I just, I got, like, you know, on top of me having a child, on top of me learning how to meditate uh, like learning how to really get to it, uh, learning how to do yoga, learning how to better myself and eat better and blah, blah, blah. I've, I've just, oh my God, dude! I'm just on a trip. I just feel like I'm on this, this wonderful acid trip of like seeing so many things <laughs> I've never seen before.
1: It's um, life, man. And I've that and that, 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 yeah. that comes back around to like having a kid, man. And like watching that kid learn and grow. So, I mean, like yeah. what it is, is, you're finding yourself learning and you're actually implementing the things that you're picking up as you learn you know in the same way you are that 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 little scientist that you see playing with the barbie's hair or playing in the weeds you know so i mean yep. yeah never stop learning if that answers your question
0: <laughs> no yeah it has, no, no, that's a brilliant I, I love that never stop learning i, I definitely want to keep that in mind i might I'm just going to name that with this podcast this episode i'm going to never stop learning
1: there you go i like it man. don't
0: stop learning <laughs> How are we
1: doing for time?
0: No, we're, yeah, we're pretty much going to wrap it up. I mean, we've pretty much uh, spoke for over an hour. <laughs> you gotta, I know your back is probably like killing you right now.
1: No, nah, I've been um, up and like pacing around the room. I'm good. I just got the CBD topical stuff that's helping out a lot, oh, too. Cool. So
0: I was going to suggest that, but I I didn't want to be all hippie on you. No, that's all right, man.
1: Yeah, CBD great. is At the he, shit.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've i been, I'm trying to, I, I lay off, I, I lay off on it. Mm-hmm. But I try to like apply it every now and then on my knees because I'm feeling it,
1: yeah, like, well, I mean you gotta you gotta feel this stuff in order for it to heal like but for me to be able to like you know get through my day without pain, it's kind of a huge deal right All right as i'm as I'm working on you know the yoga to realign, like it's only been a week I've been dealing with this, so like you know but even even since then, like I went for acupuncture last night and that that unfucked my system quite a bit. And I got the topical stuff today, so I was like, I can numb it, you know. But so that that helps that I can sit down for more than ten or fifteen minutes at a time. So, but yeah, man, uh, I really gotta piss. <laughs> I mean, uh, is there yeah, anything you wanna you wanna cover while we're still on the line, or
0: no, no, we're good, man. I, you gotta you gotta take your piss and just do your thing. But uh, I, mean, I can take you with me. I mean, that it's
1: gonna be weird. But.
0: No, 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 no. You're good. No, we can, <laughs> we can. Yeah, do not take us with you. <laughs> We're going to just hear some pissing in the background. Yeah, right. Uh this is not the Joe Rogan experience where we got <laughs> Brennan Shaw pissing right there in front of him in front of people. Good thing we're not on video.
1: Yeah, man, let me say thanks. Um I appreciate your time, dude. I appreciate you helping me out with this.
0: No, man, no, no problem. It, what is your name of your podcast that you're going to put up for yourself? Uh
1: I have named it The Busking Philosopher.
0: The bus The what is it?
1: The Busking Philosopher. Okay. Like a busker is like you see the people on the street corner playing their instruments. You know, oh, it's like okay. there's no such thing as a busking philosopher. Well, now there is. Oh,
0: right. That's <laughs> so cool. That's a good name. This like is me that.
1: standing on the street corner playing my instrument. <laughs> that is awesome. Right on. It man. Needs to
0: change. Yeah, that's cool, man. I'm, I'm going to put it up there so that I can, uh, whenever you start putting episodes up, people can find you. I mean, uh, if you
1: think about sharing it, like, you know, I can, you know. You know what I mean? Like I'll be able to link back to you and, you know.
0: Cool. Yeah. Well, no. cool. And, so and, I'm and still like trying I said, to it out, but, you know. yeah, that's cool. And also you can use this episode if you want to put it on your podcast if you want. It's up to you. It's a swap cast, they call it. Yeah. Um, And then get you started so that you can talk to other people with different perspectives and all that. Yeah, man. I'll have something smart, to show. Them, so. I'm all right.
1: <laughs> Word. All right, homie. Right, well, thank you again.
0: I appreciate you, and uh, looking forward to talking to you another time whenever we.
1: Right on, man. Let me, me know about them gems. I'm interested. All
0: right, got you. We'll do. I'll, I'll I'll message you with them.
1: Right on, homie. All right, you you take care of yourself. Take care of that kid, man. I
0: right, will do, man. You take care of that back <laughs> and that and that uh, that pisser, whatever. <laughs> All right, <laughs> man. Peace. Take it easy. Later.